The latest version of Windows is here. What is Microsoft doing with its operating system? And what could it mean for the Mac? We'll talk about Windows 11 and Mac OS in this episode of the Macworld Podcast. Welcome to the Macworld Podcast. I'm Roman Loyola here with Jason Cross. Hello. And Michael Simon. Hello, sir. So we've had six glorious years of Windows 10. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, Microsoft recently revealed its latest version of Windows, its version 11. Wait, wait, am I on the right podcast? <laughs> yes. Uh, this is not the full nerd, full disclosure. Uh, I just want to point out that I wrote in my uh, Windows article last week that Windows had been out for, Windows 10 had been out for a decade because it feels that long. <laughs> Over a decade, and, and, <laughs> you said. Over a decade. And, J- and Jason uh, thankfully caught it and said, that's way off. <laughs> what? But it does feel like that. It feels like right. they've just been doing these updates to Windows 10 that have not been very significant. Yeah, because Apple, or I'm sorry, Microsoft, they take a different approach to updates than Apple does. Apple kind of does an annual update with new features, but overall yeah. they look the same. Microsoft, they do updates, but then every few years they do a major revamp, mm-hmm. I guess, as yeah. major as you can get. It looks different a little different than before it's you know it still has the same core it, it does feel but, like it feels like mac os uh what was before big sir i don't remember uh, Monterey. no no it's not, now it's Monterey. whatever <laughs> a, a catalina, catalina to big sir like it's that type of uh change it's, it's not monumental yeah. but when you launch it it's, it's, thing, things look a lot different it's pretty big yeah the whole everywhere you go in the os looks different different and yeah. feels different and acts a little different but you're not going to be lost if you're used to windows 10 where you're just like how do i use this thing you know yeah, uh, and all, all your, those tiles I, like everything's, everything's gonna work yeah you know, there's, there's not going to be any of that those yeah. those issues when going from some versions to other like every, all the apps work all the accessories work it's just you know it's different dare i say um mac os like there's a lot that <laughs> resembles mac os uh you know there's they've centered the tab bar i mean the tab bar taskbar stuff and start menu and and all the stuff on the bottom and all the windows have rounded corners and you know which a lot, of, a lot of transparency a lot of transparency there's a lot of light color although they do yeah. support theming and we'll, we'll get into that in a minute but at first blush you'd be forgiven for saying like oh they wanted to make it look like a mac um, yeah, I, I mean, I I don't know if I'd if I'd go as far as to say that, but you know, it's it's hard when Apple is the biggest company in the world with billions of users to not mm-hmm. look at it and say, well, this is clearly what people want, and you know, take a well, little inspiration from that. To be fair, Microsoft's not that much smaller company, and it has way more Windows users than Mac users. There, it's not even close, right? That's true. Yeah. Um, the trend in interface design and stuff is gone to this sort of, you know, light and breezy and cheerful, but not sterile, not like white and sterile. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of where everything's going in interface design. And you see a lot of that in, um, in the new Android design and stuff, you see a lot of these things going on and then, you know, everything's got to have a dark mode or something like a dark mode. So, yeah, I I guess we, we all wanted to talk about what did we see in windows 11 that we think Apple should take note of. I, I don't think Mac OS competes with Windows in any meaningful way. I think oh, uh, no. uh, so many tech journalists kind of want to pigeonhole it into this like Mac versus Windows thing, but nobody's making that decision. People buy a Mac because they want to run Mac OS. They want, and they don't even think of it as I want to run Mac OS. They think I want my 
phone and my computer and my whatever to all work together, right? I want them all to have the same stuff on them and sync up and know that, you know, that's, that's the way they, so nobody's making a decision of like, do I get Windows or a Mac? I think a lot of people have made that decision for all the people who are uh, devout about bootcamp. Like that's not even a percent of Mac users. Like you, you hear from them for sure online, but that's almost nobody's got like a need to run Windows on their Mac hardware. They're as vocal as these small iPhone. <laughs> yeah, only it's even less of a, a smaller percentage, right? It's, yeah. it's even a tinier bit. So yeah, I don't think it's an indirect competition, but that doesn't mean we can't look at Windows 11 and say, oh, oh, they're doing some interesting stuff that I kind of wish Apple would do their version of. Uh, so where do you want to start with this? Is there a, is there a uh, one particular feature that stands out that's, you are like, absolutely, Apple has got to do something like this. You've got to do it in the next version hmm. or something. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I wrote an article last week that, and I'm going to talk about something that I didn't write about, which is um, a touch. So like Windows 10 is a, mm. is a touch-friendly operating system in the sense that there's a lot of Windows PCs that have touch screens yes. and it works well. But it seems that there was in, in Windows 11 that they really leaned into that by making you know things the targets a little bit bigger and things a little bit easier to grab onto there's a little keyboard on the screen that pops up when you're using it detached or um if you're using it i'm I'm not 100 sure if it comes up when you have a a keyboard or, or you need to flip it around but they did think about how people use windows as a touch device and that's something that mac apple yeah, has completely, obviously, completely and totally ignored because they don't do that. Yeah, uh, although Windows 10 does do all those specific yes. things you just mentioned, and and in fact, they've kind of I I look at it and I feel like they kind of went away from it in the sense that Windows 8 was like tablets and everything was tiles and all this yep. other stuff, and then they really dialed that back in 10 to like all right, tiles in the start menu, and you can kind of like expand it if you really want to, but mostly this is back to the desktop as you know it. And everything, and now Windows 11, there's no, they got rid of tiles entirely. You hit the start menu, and you just get like a grid of icons that you, uh, for your programs that you can customize, and then suggestions and stuff. I guess what struck me is they're not trying to reinvent Windows for touch, but they're making it more of a touch interface, hmm. and that they're 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 recognizing that people are using it both ways. I, I looked at it and I felt the, the exact opposite. I said, oh, they're finally backing away from everything's got to be a touch target, right? Like everything's mm-hmm. got to be like you hit the start menu and all your, your start menu icons are these square, big square tiles and stuff like that. Like they're getting away from all that. Um, but, what, but but you don't need to have big giant targets in order for it to be friendly to Of touch. course not. No, I'm just saying it's not more, it's not changed to me in terms of its touch friendliness. I feel like 10 was already a very touch friendly OS and they're, they're keeping up with that. I mean, there's right. little tiny things, but I, I feel like overall it's the same thing. What what really grabbed me was their their friendliness toward how people use a windowing operating system. I feel like they've really taken that forward where Apple is stuck in 10 years ago with these like close, minimize, expand buttons in the upper left and everything. And like Microsoft did a thing where if you hover over the is it the minimize button? I think you get that thing where like, how do you want to do a split view of these? Yeah. That was, you know? that's awesome. With all these, with all these different layouts and the layouts yeah, are different. It's called snap layouts. And it's, it's, that's, that's the coolest new feature. Yeah, once you make a snap layout of several things, you can minimize that entire snap 
layout to uh, to one icon in the bottom do other stuff and restore all of those at once you're not you're not restoring individual apps you just restore the whole thing and then they carried that whole principle over to external monitors you plug in an external monitor it's going to have a different resolution and all that stuff you move everything over there and you have all your windows but then when you unplug it restores your laptop to how it was instead of squishing everything in which is that's a major pain point when you have like a 13 inch pro hooked i i have a Exactly what I have. I have a 13-inch Pro hooked up yeah. to like a 30-inch monitor. And when I unplug it, everything is all on this 13-inch screen. I have no idea where right. everything is. I got and not in the around. right place and everything. Right. And right. instead of just going like, well, how did you have it before you plugged in the monitor? And we're just going to go back to that, which is what they're doing. And when you plug the monitor back in, it'll restore all the stuff back to the monitor the way you had it. That's just, uh, it Smart. seems obvious. I'm sure it's really hard. It's genius. And it's something that Apple should have been doing this yeah. a long time ago. It's, it's a problem everyone has, and they're having it more now with all of our work at home and taking your work devices to home and taking your home devices to work and all that other stuff. So to me, uh, if, if Apple could take notes on anything, it would be like, all right, you have three buttons in the top left of every window that haven't changed in, I don't know how many, like 20, 20 years or something. Easy, yeah. You could be doing more. That we're doing our computers are so different now <laughs> and our uses are so different. You could be doing a lot more for that. Yeah, the snap layouts and the external displays, those are the two main features I, I desperately want Apple to to adopt in yeah. one way or, or another. Cause you know, I don't know how many times I have like eight apps open at the same time and I'm scrambling to look yeah, for all, all the right. time. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, I don't use full screen apps on my Mac and I don't use split screen apps on my Mac. But if I could do like you say like eight or six or and have different layouts that I can do all right, you know, Safari and, and Word and Outlook here and then I move I, I would use that. Yeah, yeah. As a group and just minimize yeah. them as a group and then restore yeah. them back to where they were as a group. Yeah. Um, I mean Apple does make it easy just to do a left right split and that's right. it. But they don't they don't pair those together and then right. you're manipulating them together. So yeah, that that's really good. Microsoft also did a lot with virtual desktops that I think I think Apple was already pretty far ahead there. Um, they they sort of, I feel like they kind of caught up with Apple on a lot of the virtual desktop stuff outside yeah, of like, going to a separate monitor, which is drastically superior. Yeah, the, like the biggest stuff is like you can personalize them more and customize them more, but Apple's always always had that. Not always, but yeah. they, for, for a while they've had yeah. it where it's like a completely separate workspace when you mm -hmm. go to a new space. I think that's what it calls spaces. You know, they're, Apple's got dark mode. Uh, there's dark mode in Windows 10, but now they're doing a... There's a bunch of different ones. There's a bunch of... They're, they're just doing themes. So it's just right. you have light and dark and other themes and you can customize them and you know, carry them on to other devices and stuff. And that's, that's I, nice. I don't know how I feel about themes. I mean, they're, they're fine, but I feel like you're going to pick one and stick with it for 10 years. You usually are. And, uh, but I, I feel like, you know, it, it's good to give people one, two options, I guess. Yeah. Yep. I don't see why that's necessarily an issue. Um, they, they also brought their own version of widgets, which is like this big slide over thing that takes up a lot of the screen has a whole lot of like news and interests in there. Yeah. It seems very geared toward pushing stuff at you, the latest news and all this yeah. other stuff, which I, I looked at it. And I just felt like I'm, I don't like that. I'm not going to use that. I'm probably, or unless I can customize away most of that stuff and just have a couple you, things. You can do I like Apple's a, widgets better. You can have a rail of widgets kind of like Apple does in the notification center with, you know, maps and, and mm -hmm. uh, clock and stuff, or you can expand it um, to like the full screen and get like uh, localized news. Um, yeah. I, 
like say you spend all your time in Google Discover or Google News, mm-hmm. and that's that's that, that's how you get your information. It's it's a cool way to kind of personalize that on your desktop. If it's and, adjustable, but I have a feeling it's going to kick it me to MSN news yeah. for everything and MSN's weather and all this other. And I just don't, I don't want any of that. I want, I want my apps to deliver a widget for me that I can use if I want to. And so I, I kind of feel like Apple's widget principles are a little better in, in the newer Mac OS is where the widgets match the iOS widgets, you know? It, it did get me thinking of like News Plus or, or Apple News and Apple News Plus and how mm-hmm. Apple could kind of integrate that a little bit better into um, the, the OS itself. Like if you're a subscriber, because like news is, it's it's really not as bad as the rapid gets. You know, they do a good job of mm-hmm. mixing up the stories and delivering stuff that you like. And like if, but you have to go into the news app to get it and you got to hey, remember to do that and I mean, get there. Yeah, they've got widgets and notifications. But yeah, they I do. wonder and, if they and, could do and more. And I than use that. them, but it, yeah, it would seem as though what Microsoft is doing, for example, it's like super hyper local on Windows 11. Yeah. To the point where you can even pay the like a local publisher and say, hey, I really like this. I enjoyed it. Here's five bucks. Yeah. Although I don't know. I wonder if it, it works that way, or if it's more like if you have a subscription, you can add this Maybe. widget. Yeah, they they were they were they didn't they were a little they were a little sketchy. On yeah, that. but it, but it's a, it's an interesting idea, um, and also the like Apple News they do have local stuff, but not to that level. It's certainly not at all like my town, right? And so so that was that was intriguing. That yeah, I get, Google like, News does a much better job of having a section for yeah. it'll have a Citrus Heights section. I'm like that's my town, and I get right. local news. Yeah, I'd like to see Apple do that. Seeing that widget stuff, which is kind of a part of the start menu, I made me think I don't want the equivalent of the start menu on Mac OS, right? But Launchpad's terrible, mm-hmm. right? It is. I what I what I want is the Mac OS version of that, which I would think would be in, you know, if you click the date and time on your Mac in the upper right. Or if you drag your fingers in from the side of the touchpad, you get the widgets bar. I would like to see the Apple menu on the left pull in the app library from the left side or drag in from left side. And it would look and work just like the app library on iOS. It would be all your Mac apps, auto categorized and stuff. And that would be the way you can find and launch apps. I think that would be a really unifying and elegant way to like solve this problem of like launching apps without keeping this full screen launch pad thing and all this, you know. Stuff yeah, I, I can't imagine how many people use that launch pad, but what you're describing, not have first of all, not having it take over the whole screen. Yeah. Would be ideal, I think. Almost almost taking the app library from the iPhone and throwing it into the, the left rail of of, of yeah, Mac. Exactly like they did widgets, but yeah. on the left and Plus, it would be easy to find because you can organize. They would organize them by priority, by recently downloaded stuff like that. That would be. Yep. That, I'd be that. That's cool. Yeah, because when I look at how people use a Mac, it's either they have a huge number of things in the the, the dock. Task, yeah. The dock. I keep calling it the taskbar because <laughs> we're talking about Windows. They either have a ton of things in the dock, which is just like make my brain hurt, or they, they're like going to the applications window in Finder and stuff. And oh, that's that's a pain. Like I end up using Spotlight all the time, but you don't want to only make people search. Um, they're getting Launchpad doesn't even have a shortcut key on the keyboard anymore. Like they swapped that out because they're like even Apple knows Launchpad's not great. So yeah, I think it's time for the app library on the Mac. And I think the le- just like widgets is on the right. I think taking over the left edge to do that is yeah. be a smart thing. Yeah. I never even really considered the app library for the Mac, but I think uh, based on what you're saying, that would, that would work, work quite well. I like it. 
And I agree. I don't want like a start menu type thing. Like, no, like there's no need for that. I've never been a fan of the Mac's persistent menu bar at the top, yeah. as opposed to Windows, which has a separate menu bar on each window. But I don't think that's going anywhere. And I no, think it's way too classic. small to have it be like a click on the menu bar to bring up a, like a start menu kind of a thing, right? So, and they're not going to put one in the dock and stuff. So yeah, I think app library. Uh, how do we like the uh, the centered? I mean, I think you can change it to customize it, but now the yeah, start menu is in, the, in, in, in the center, which I thought was interesting. I mean, it's been on the left forever. Yeah, uh, there's always been sort of aftermarket theming things that yeah. can put it in the center and they're always wonky because they're not native. And I think it's fine. I think it's good. I don't in general feel like I need to have, I forget what they call it in interface design. They call putting things in corners. They call a very, it's got a name in interface design because you can't overshoot them. The edge of the screen stops you. Yep. So it's very quick to, to accurately click something in a corner. And I don't feel like the start menu has to be there. I like. I feel. I feel like it needs a corner. It's. It's fine being on the bottom. So yeah, I like um, it in general. It, it reminded me of. I think it was. I don't. I'm not sure if it was. If it was the the public beta of OS 10, but originally they had the Apple logo in the center of the uh, menu bar, like way back when. Oh right, right. And uh, everyone was like, "What the hell?" Yeah, <laughs> and no. they quickly changed it. How dare you? <laughs> yeah, was that when they introduced Aqua or something like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was. It was the very yeah. first OS 10, uh, like early beta, and I don't, I don't remember if it actually shipped in the public beta. It certainly wasn't when uh, Puma landed; like it was gone by then. Yeah, but it was. In, I remember when Steve Jobs unveiled the desktop, and it was like blank. Like they didn't even have the hard disk on there and the yeah. Apple logo was centered. Yeah. It was like, what the hell is going Pe on? People get really <laughs> obsessive about that kind of stuff. Like yes. you got rid of my 30 year old startup <laughs> bong. That bong is classic. I got to tell you, I, I'm, I'm happy it's back. I liked it. Me, me I too. Liked, I, li but, I like the noise. Uh, speaking of little stuff like that, like they just got to steal. Please steal this. There is a persistent mute button mm -hmm. in the in the tool tray of Windows 11. It's just a system wide mm -hmm. mute. Mutes your mic on the system level. So you don't have to, every stupid chat app has a different way to mute yourself <laughs> and you don't have to go learn it. You just click that and just yeah. mute. Yeah, please, please do that. That would be a, a great feature to have. Yeah, just like something up in the yeah, top, I, that, I mean, uh, a little mic again, icon that I click it super and I'm simple. Muted. Just I like the just like the volume. I mean, we right. have it for volume. It's the same. It's the same concept. Mm -hmm. You could even put it in the volume. Uh, well, sure. it, you don't want it to be two clicks away. It's got to be right, right, right. Next click it, right. and you're muted. Click it again. Yeah, and just a little the little microphone icon. And, yeah. and give us like a command M or something to do it by a hotkey. I want that. I want system wide mute. We're we're in a world now where we do so much like online chatting and stuff like that, that, and it's, everything's got a different right. mute. Can either of you explain what's Microsoft approach when it comes to their app store, which they call the Microsoft store? Yeah, I like this. Apple's never going to do this, but I like it. <laughs> uh, they have, they have, it's very similar. It is currently very similar to Microsoft's app store, except they take 15% all the time. They just a year ago or something like that yeah. dropped it to, to 15%, not just the first year or anything like that, just across the board. And that's if you're going to use their whole purchasing checkout system and, and all that stuff, and you can do that. They're expanding the Windows Store in Windows. Oh, and it only works with uh, these apps called UWP apps. That's It's a different way to package up apps for, for Windows, you know, and different use different APIs. Windows 11, they're going to allow 
everything. They're going to have all that stuff if you want to use it and you can give off your 15% to Microsoft and let them do your billing and international distribution, all that and stuff. Or if you want to do your own billing and all that stuff within your app, uh, like Adobe or something, um, then you can do that and you can just keep all your money. Uh, and they're even putting a lot of stuff in there that looks like there's a lot of utilities in there where I feel like the store is a front end for this thing they have called Winget. Winget's a command line utility that is a package distribution thing. Uh, the equivalent on the Mac would be, I forget, not homemade. What's it called? Homebrew. 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 Yeah. Simil- very similar to homebrew. There's a thing called Winget and there's another one called AppGet. And there's all these ones. And there, there's stuff in there now that's people are like going like, if you look at the installation directory like it puts the installation packages in a winget directory and stuff they're like it's a they're making the store a front end for winget for all this like freeware and shareware and stuff that's just awesome just like if i can have a store that i can go to to buy everything including all the stuff that i would normally download from a website but i can know that i'm not getting a sketchy fake website version of it you know that's meant to look like adobe's website but they're stealing my credit card or something right. like like all that kind of stuff that's great they're never going to do that on the mac but I, I think microsoft's really making a push to make their store just a place you can get everything including other stores it's not going to surprise me one bit to see things like steam or the epic game store or anything good old games and stuff like that in the new microsoft store yeah it kind of seems like a shot at apple's to put it lightly struggles with this yeah. stuff mm-hmm. i mean it's not it's not so much a mac issue because on the mac you can for lack of a better word sideload stuff yeah you and can a, direct download yeah. you, there's there are other stores on the mac and yeah stuff. yeah and a lot of developers opt out of the mac app store for that mm-hmm. reason and i don't understand i never understood why Apple well i mean knows. they don't want to give up 30 percent. no i but. get it but they are anyway like why? Mm. Well, because so so no 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 no. I'm not not the developers. Why Apple oh. doesn't open up the app store? Because the developers right. say, well, we're not going to use it. Um, which for some people means that they can't find their apps because you know not everybody knows to search to for whatever mm-hmm. website to find the app that they want. So they're using an inferior version or or a, or a copycat or whatever it is. They end so up Apple's going losing to one of those, all over like, the place. Download sites like download. They they search for something they heard yes. about. They end up going to like some uh, middleman download site where they end up getting something that's got there, malware that. on it or something. You know, yeah. They, or or it, the app store is filled with you know copycats. They're l- lesser versions of popular um, utilities and apps that they know aren't in the store, but they make like a like a somewhat inferior version of it yeah absolutely charge a couple bucks and they sell and and the reviews are all like what is this crap this is this is you know it did this it did that as apple just said just like microsoft hey yeah if you want to use our payment system 30 percent, or i would say 15 percent. let's we don't need 30 percent anymore or if you want to use your own just you know you can still use our store Mm -hmm. i don't understand what Right. Why There'll Apple be a warning in the store that. that says, look, like, you know, this, this app yeah, sure. has their own payment and, Go and we're not supporting it and stuff. Tell you people know. that, but it, I don't, I don't know. I don't understand. Yeah. That. I mean, I think Apple, they're not going to lock down the, the the Mac ever. Right. And, and the alternative here is that end up, people end up going to the web to get yeah. something and they get the malware. wrong thing. Yeah. They get the <laughs> thing. They get a, a malware-infested version of the real thing they're looking for. So, I mean, just in terms honestly, of I, I'll admit stuff. that I that's happened to me before because yeah. some of these sites are really good at spoofing you into thinking yeah, this, this is the thing you want. 
So, yeah, I think, I mean, and, and you wouldn't just open it up to everything in the world. There's there, you'd still have some quality control and stuff. You'd say, you know, okay, we're, we're going to check all these apps and check everything we link to. And yeah. So I think it would be a good thing for Apple to do. I just don't think they're ever going to do it. I, I mean, I guess I not so. because once they do it there, then everyone says, well, then do it on the iPhone too, I guess. But mm-hmm. it just seems crazy. And it's funny when you read all those emails and, and conversations from like 2011, when Phil Schiller was like, hey, we need to address this now. And everyone's like, yeah, don't worry about it, Phil. <laughs> like they could have solved this problem so many years ago. And it wouldn't have, I, I, like, I know they're a company. I know they have, they worry about their profits, but come oh, on. come on. They're the biggest company. The biggest company, and they're making gobs of money every single second. (laughs) Um, The other thing that that Microsoft's doing, and I don't think this is something that Apple needs to, quote, address or whatever, is they're uh, going to have Android apps in their Windows store. What it will do is it will link to the Amazon Android app store, which does have most of the- It has them. Some of them are a little bit- different and yeah. some of them aren't there but it's it's close enough or they're or they're a little bit behind on the release schedule yep. like they come yep. out the next day or something but the interface is a little bit different stuff like that yeah uh and then it uses this intel technology to sort of um pretend you're an android phone <laughs> yeah. and and run them natively so nobody's got to change their android app to run on your i mean i don't know how great that experience is going to be but it's there it's I there mean, I, I do it on chrome I think it's very much the equivalent of all the Apple Silicon Macs running iPhone apps and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They they have little issues here and there, and they're not all available, but it's still a benefit. And I I think that's sort of their equivalent of doing that thing. Yeah, that that was a bigger surprise to me Mm -hmm. that they uh, they they're allowing uh, Android apps, and you can also sideload Android as well. Yeah, apparently from the just grab the APK, install it, and it should run. As well as yeah, the, I, I think apps that use a lot of the Google yeah. APIs will probably fail out. Like the I'm not the Google, the Google Play APIs, yeah. but would probably fail out, and that's so. Yeah, there's yeah. definitely going to be some some wonkiness and some issues. Uh, and again, I don't know how many people are necessarily asking for that, but they're definitely trying to figure out how to. Like you know, that's another Apple response. Like they're trying yeah. to figure out. Like because so. As you say, Microsoft and and and, and Mac, uh, Windows and Mac are not necessarily competitors, but Apple and Microsoft are. And Apple has that whole ecosystem locked up, and they want Apple, Microsoft's trying to figure out a way to get in because they don't have a phone. <laughs> yeah, you know, so they're trying to figure it out. It, they it, have that. They have a, a a launcher for Android. Like they've tried, they're trying lots of different things to 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 get into that mobile space. Yeah, and and they have. For some time now, they've made Windows work very well with an Android phone. Yeah, you can like sync them together and get mm-hmm. your texts and do all that stuff. And Satya Nadella went um, in some of his interviews after the Windows 11 launch said he'd love to do that with Apple too. Right. It's open. It's we're ready. You know, it put put iTunes and the TV app and messages and stuff like that on Windows. We'd love to make it work. And we know that's never going to happen because, you know, Apple's all about the ecosystem, right. the, a walled garden they can control. You know, I think you, you only see Apple Music on there because music licensing deals probably require it. That's why you see Android versions of things like Apple Music and stuff. Yeah, I, yeah, I agree with that. I think they would be happy to not have that. <laughs> yeah, and I just don't think I don't I don't think all the, the music labels would would be okay with that. I think, do they still make iTunes for Windows? I guess they do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's updated all that regularly, but they, but it, but it's there. It's it's yeah, it's not, and it's really um, they they keep updating it just to make it work. To like, uh, if you have to 
reload the software onto your mm-hmm. iPhone or something like that, like you used to do. It's, that's done in the Finder now on the Mac, but you could do that on a Windows through iTunes. I mean, it, part of me wants to say it's it's something of a missed opportunity, and the other part of me says, well, I mean, Apple's selling fifty million iPhones a quarter and and uh, ten million Macs and makes and making ninety billion dollars in three months, so maybe who cares? Yeah, no, I don't think Apple cares. I, I don't think Apple's concerned about being the biggest or being everywhere. I think Apple just wants to be uh, continue to be seen is like the best or whatever. I I'm sure there are tons of iPhone users who use Windows and mm-hmm. they just don't get everything. They don't get the Yeah, whole, they just the don't get all that experience. This experience. And and yeah. Apple is not anxious to give it to them. They're anxious right. to say, don't you want to buy a Mac and yeah. get all this great experience right. how they work together. There's um, a couple of people on our sister publication, PC World, they use iPhones on mm-hmm. their PCs. Yeah, sure. Well, I mean, lots. If you just look at the numbers, Right. I mean, the, the yeah, iPhone right. outsells and, the Mac. Right, right. <laughs> Five to eight, one. Or eight to one, something yeah. like eight to one or something like that. So it's a clearly, you know, or you have a Mac at home, but then you go into your office and it's a Windows PC or something. Yeah, it would be good for consumers, but I just don't think Apple would ever do it. We talked about uh, Bootcamp earlier. One of the things that it's kind of, I guess, a surprise to some PC users with Windows is that there is, I guess, somewhat of a limited compatibility list of yeah. of what can run Windows 11. And it a lot of it has- It is very confusing right yeah. now. It's extraordinary. It changes like every we, day. The people who, who you know, like you, you just mentioned PC World. I mean, those guys know their stuff and they're just like, what? Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the crux of it is that they- uh, that Microsoft wants computers to have what's called a trusted platform module, which is something a in 2.0. The no well, 2.0 for now, but apparently they'll support 1.2 by release. And there's ones that are hardware, but there's also ones in newer processors that they have like a firmware processor built-in version that they'll support, and it, but it doesn't in the beta. And it's, it's this whole confusing thing. Um, but it's kind of like if, imagine if Mac OS Monterey would not work on any Mac that doesn't have a secure enclave. Like at least a T, what was before the, did they have a T1 and then a T2? Yeah. And so like at least a T1 chip, like that, if that was the cutoff and they said, you know, that's because of the stuff we're doing around security. Uh, we need, and that's that's effectively what's happening here. And it's very confusing because in the, the Windows world, not everything has that. A lot of laptops do, but a lot of desktops yeah. don't. And all the do-it-yourselfers don't. Yeah, that, but you can almost... buy separate ones. You can plug into your motherboard and just, oh, it's just a mess. <laughs> the, so the, 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 the T1 was, um, just looking at it now, 2016 and 2017 MacBook Pro, and then the T2 was um, mm-hmm. all the desktops. So yeah, that, that's a pretty perfect analogy. Apple probably could get away with that just because a it's a maybe a smaller community. I don't I don't know. I don't know if they could. But Windows yeah. supported I don't know, decades old PCs with their with their updates and now they're like yeah, a Surface from like 2017 isn't going to work. Yeah, there's <laughs> a lot like, of 5-year-old stuff yeah. and 4-year-old stuff. Yeah. Somebody with a, a first generation AMD Ryzen chip is not going to work, although now they're saying, "Well, we're going to go through and we're going to test some stuff and see what does work." And Yeah, but the, the messaging has been awful for one. It's been terrible, yeah. Awful. Like they and had this to know an, this was going to happen. This is another situation where most people don't upgrade to a new windows they get it with a new pc but yeah. this one's going to be free for people yeah. who have a windows 10 time. license so and, and not you know a paid upgrade so i think a lot of more people would get an upgrade and not just wait till they buy a new pc and that that makes it very confusing they are going to continue to support windows 10 for a few years but you're not going to get all the cool right. stuff that's you right. know so yeah. um at, their partner's got to be 
really thrilled with it because it's a great excuse to sell new PCs. <laughs> and for Mac users who run Windows and want to run Windows 11, you might run into some obstacles. Like, it, for instance, if you bought the 1099 iMac that Apple's currently selling, you're yeah. not going to be able to run Windows 11 on it. So. Yeah, I mean, that, that, I mean, you know, theoretically, if you can just pop in a disk and install it, that doesn't meet the requirements. It has a seventh gen Intel processor. And they don't well, none of them, those. none yeah. of them have the proper BIOS and DVM. Well, yeah, that right? stuff. Right. Yeah, so, but even just based on the processor, like that's a, yeah, that's a seventh just based gen on the Intel. Processor. And, and Apple still sells that for 1100 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> that is not compatible with Windows 11. It's but it's, to, it's to be clear, crazy. there's not going to, be any bootcamp support for Windows 11. Right. Yeah, there'll be yeah. parallels or figure something out and you'll be able to do virtualization. Maybe. I, assume. I, I, I wonder. Assume, right? I haven't even heard. Um, I mean, if I, not, I they're wonder. in trouble. <laughs> I mean, that's like their bread and butter, literally. Yeah. That's, what, that's how they, you know, that's their whole business model. I hope that they can figure it out. One of the things is there's there doesn't appear to be a breaking point where there's going to be apps that only work on Windows 11 mm. or, or, or operate significantly differently. So I do think the parallels, guys, if you have to run a Windows app, you can run Windows 10 and mm -hmm. run the app. Yeah, everything works. That's yeah. true. That, that's a good point. Usually when if, if you're doing that, you're not doing it to play around with some new features. It's doing it for a reason. Yeah. You, so, so, yeah, that's a, that's a good point. Yeah, I parallels really wonder okay. what's going to happen with the, the virtualization stuff and all. Yeah. That does it for this episode of the Macworld Podcast, episode 749. Thanks to Jason Cross, Michael Simon, and to you, the audience. Thank you for tuning in. You can subscribe to the podcast in the podcast app or on Spotify or through any other podcast app. If you have any comments or questions, send us an email at podcast at macworld.com or contact us through Twitter, that's at Macworld, or on the Macworld Facebook page. Join us in the next episode of the Macworld Podcast as we talk about the latest news and happenings in the world of Apple. See you next time.